You are Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Just win. Your team, just every day. Just win. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast. Back at it one more again. And today, the only difference is it is actually game day. That's right. It is September 10th. It is the morning of the first game of the 2018 season. And Raider Nation, I hope you're excited. I hope you have your Raider shirts on, your Raider gear on. I hope you're ready for a hell of a game going down for Monday Night Football. Raiders, Rams, the return of Chucky, Oakland Coliseum. I'm expecting it to be very, very electric. And so uh, definitely got to knock out a podcast, got to knock out an episode of it before, you know, to get you all ready for the game going down tonight. So, uh, yeah, it, it ought to be a lot of fun, first and foremost. But uh, going to go over a couple things real quick. Uh, going to preview the game, obviously. Got a couple calls that uh, we're going to have on the on the show today. 707-654-4693. 707-654-4693. That is the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. You can always hit me up. And especially after tonight's game, I definitely want you to hit me up and give me your thoughts Good, bad, ugly, you know it never matters. So uh, in segment number two tonight on the Locked On Raiders podcast, or today, we're going to have uh, gonna play a couple calls that I received, and I just want to run them back and, and answer them, respond to them, as I always do. In this segment, uh, we're just going to kind of talk about last night's game. And last night's game had nothing to do with the Raiders except for it did. It had Khalil Mack in his first game as a Chicago Bear, and, well, he did a lot of Khalil Mack-type things. And immediately, immediately when that happened... Raider Nation, my Twitter went off. My text message went off. Everything just blew up. Unbelievable. I can't believe this is happening. Like, the sky is falling for Raider fans. And look, I get it, man. It is so hard to see your ex out there succeeding with someone else. And that's what it boils down to. It's your ex, who is Khalil Mack, uh, you know, succeeding with someone else, who is the Bears and Vic Fangio and that defensive front. And, and you know, and I've said it multiple times, and I expected Khalil Mack to have a outstanding season this year with the Raiders just because Paul Gunther is a hell of a defensive coordinator and there's a lot of good weapons around, uh, well, would have been around Khalil Mack on that defensive front. And look, just as we said multiple times and we believe multiple times, that is true. You know, Vic Fangio and that Chicago Bear defense is, is outstanding. They have a really good defense. They were top 10, maybe top 5 in 2017. Then you just add that stud. You add Roquan Smith at linebacker. So, yeah, uh, he is going to succeed and probably have the best year of his career uh, in, in Chicago this year. It's just what it is. And so I know it, it hurt to, to look at. It made me sick. It made me want to turn off the game because I just – didn't want to see him, you know, continue to just ball out of control and and really do that, you know, take it to him type. Yeah, this is why I got paid. But again, is anyone surprised? I mean, are you? Khalil Mack does Khalil Mack type things. That's that's what he did, you know. A uh, strip sack, nothing new. Interception, take it to the house, nothing new. Uh, he's done that, you know. And what he did in the first half of that that game uh, Sunday night with with uh, the Bears, 
You know, he's the first defensive player in history to do that since, well, he did it before. So what does that tell you? And the guy who did it before him, Charles Woodson, just happened to be another Raider. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it, it's nothing that should have surprised you by what he did. And it, it, I'm sure it didn't. It just probably hurt to watch. And so I get it, man. I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about, I hope, uh, you know, the Bears ball out of control all season, have a great season. I hope Khalil Mack wins Defensive Player of the Year. And I hope the Raiders stink just to stick it to him. Why? I mean, why? I get it. I'm just as sick as you are. I got two, two Khalil Mack jerseys hanging in my closet that'll never be worn again because of this situation. I get it. I absolutely get it. But I ain't turning my back on the team. And I'm not. I'm sure ain't rooting for the Bears to, to be super successful. If anything, you want the outcome to happen uh, on Sunday night. You want the Bears to take an L. The more Bears L's, the better. I mean, really, that's what, I mean, that's what you're looking at. If you really want to pay attention to South Raider Nation, you pay attention to the L's that the Bears are taking because that's all that matters. Hopefully they take a bunch of them. Hopefully they take 10 or more this season. Not saying they will, but hopefully they do so the Raiders can get a really high draft pick. I mean, ultimately, that's what it boils down to. It doesn't matter what Khalil Mack does or doesn't do anymore. He could have a great career. He could have a great year for all I care. He can go win Defensive Player of the Year. Doesn't mean that they're going to win more than six games. I mean, he, he had 10 and a half sacks for the Raiders in 2017. And, and I know a lot of people don't like John Gruden's comments about we weren't very good with him. But the truth is, the team was not very good with him. I mean, it just is ultimately that is the absolute truth. So, uh, you know, hopefully he goes out and does a great thing. I have nothing against him. Uh, he made a business decision and the Raiders made a business decision for themselves. And, and that's what happens in National Football League all the time. So you can't even get mad at that. But. You can root for the Bears to take L's, and that's exactly what I'm rooting for. That's how I choose to handle my business is root, root, root for the Bears to take L's. And thank God that Aaron Rodgers came back into that game, and I was able to pull it off because that's one big L that the Bears got. So that's they're off to a great start. So, yeah, my day is okay. As, as sick as I was watching, watching Khalil just do his thing and ball out of control, my day is okay knowing damn well that the Bears took that L because I don't care. It's not one of those picks – you know what I'm saying? It's not one of those statisticals and conditionals and, well, if he doesn't do this well, then no. I mean, he could ball out all, all he wants, but as long as the Bears continue to lose, uh, the Raiders are sitting in a good position. So, you know, great game by Khalil Mack. He was doing Khalil Mack type things. Wish he was doing it in the silver and black, but he's not. And uh, great by the, the Packers to be able to come back and, and beat the Bears and, and give them that, make them 0-1 on the season, give them that first L. I'll definitely take that. So uh, coming up in segment number two, we've got a couple calls that we're going to play and, uh, you know, respond to at 707-654-4693. That is the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. And you can always hit me up like many of you do on Twitter, at your boy Q254. Again, that's at your boy Q254. Five, four. So that's coming up in segment number two. And then, of course, in segment number three, we'll be previewing tonight's game. Rams, Raiders, Oakland Coliseum. First game of the season, Monday Night Football. It's going to go down in a major way. I'm really fired up, really pumped up. Of course, being uh, in Central Texas, it's going to be a real late start for, for the game for me. About a 9-20 kickoff. I'll be up well into the, the next day, but that's okay. That's okay when it's Raider football. So uh, this is the Locked On Raider podcast that you're listening to. I'm your boy Q. Coming up again in segment number two, like I mentioned, uh, play a couple calls off the voicemail line, respond to them, and keep it moving right here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Oakland Raiders podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Welcome back, Raider Nation, to the Locked On Raiders podcast. I am your host, your boy Q, at your boy Q254 on Twitter. And, of course, you can always hit me up with any kind of comments that you you have, any kind of concerns that you have, anything that you want to say Raiders-related. Hell, if you just want to say what's up, you can at 707-654-4693. And that's how we're going to kick off segment number two. We're going to actually hit up some of the voicemails that I've received, just a couple of them. Uh, my man P.E., who checks in on the show a lot from North Carolina, got a shout-out to my man P.E. Uh, he... He hit me up and uh, left this message right here. Here it goes. Yo, what's going on, Q? This is P.E. from North Carolina. Calling him once again. Hey, man, uh, everything you said in that um, in the last podcast with Drew Hoffer, that was absolutely uh, 100% correct. I feel exactly the same way you do about Raider Nation and, you know, the love for the Raider, for the silver and black, so... Everything you said, man, I agree with 100%. Uh, moving on to the Rams, I don't know, man. I'm not real confident going into this game. I think I think we got an ace in the hole with uh, Greg Olson. You know, he knows the Rams' offense inside and out. So I think that's going to help us out a lot. Uh, but at the same time, Derek Carr doesn't play well uh, on Monday night. The Raiders as a team just don't play well on Monday night. For whatever the reason, they just don't play well. And Derek Carr himself, when he's going against a top five defense, uh, you can double check me. I might be wrong, but I think he hasn't ever won a game against a top five defense. He always struggles against top flight defenses. And, you know, I don't know why that is. Maybe it'll be different with Gruden, but, um, his history doesn't, doesn't speak well playing against top five defenses. So, man, uh, got a lot of concerns going into the game. So, We'll see how it turns out. Hoping for a win, but uh, we'll see. All right, peace out, Raider Nation. IP, appreciate that so much. Appreciate the call, and I'm with you. I don't, uh, I don't feel great about this game against the the Rams at all. I really don't. I've said it multiple times on multiple podcasts that you know the Rams are a team that looks like they're just they're poised to to make a Super Bowl run. So. I really honestly believe that uh, the Raiders are going to be in for a tough battle tonight. It is going to be a hell of a battle. I'm excited about that. Uh, It's at the Oakland Coliseum on a Monday night, so you never know what could happen. Of course, the place is going to be electric with with, uh, John Gruden returning to the sidelines. But, man, you point out a a lot of good things, man. Derek Carr hasn't had a whole lot of success against great defenses. Really hasn't. I don't know the exact numbers statistically if he's ever won or not, but uh, I know that that's one of the bugaboos. That's something that he's going to have to get over to become an elite quarterback, and that's what he's getting paid to be is an elite quarterback. He's not getting paid to be okay. He's not getting paid to be a bus driver. He's getting paid to be an elite quarterback. So uh, going up against really sticky good defenses, which he's going to do against the Rams tonight, is something that he's going to have to do. He's going to have to get over that hump of not being able to play very well and come through in the clutch. He really is. So uh, it's going to be a big test right out the gates, man. As soon as I saw the schedule and saw them on, on the schedule for the first game, I thought, whoa, that is major. I mean, this is a team that was a couple of big plays away from going to the Super Bowl in 2017. I haven't picked to go to the Super Bowl in 2018. Who knows how that's going to shake out? But I mean, they still got to go win all the games. But yeah, man, it's, it's going to be a heck of a test. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you mentioned Greg Olson and him being kind of like a, a ace in the hole. And, and you're right. I mean, he could kind of let the let the Raiders know things that, that uh, the Rams do offensively, that they do really well. And, you know, honestly, he could do that. But I, I don't think that that's much more than what you will see on film already anyway. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I really don't because outside of Bill Callahan and the tragic year that he never changed any of the, the play call in at all, <laughs> for the for the Raiders, and then they ended up facing Tampa Bay and John Gruden in the Super Bowl, and well, we all know how that shook out. Um, 
I, I think there's been a lot of things probably changed. I think there's been a lot of things uh, renamed. Uh, I don't think Sean McVay is a dummy. And again, I think most of the stuff that that uh, Greg Olson probably could relay to the the Raiders and tell them what they what they can do or what they're going to do or what this means, uh, you know, you could probably already see that on film. And besides that, uh, most coaches that are smart coaches don't really uh, go ahead and roll with the same uh, verbiage on everything. So I, I just think that that's one of those cases where Greg Olson will help a little bit, but. I don't think he's going to help a whole lot. If anything, I think he's going to help with Derek Carr again, going back to him getting over those those uh, defenses that are really, really tough. I think he's just kind of, you know, keep Derek calm. Derek, to me, seems like he comes out and he's a little bit amped. He's a little too hyped. And, and I totally get that because sometimes whatever I'm doing, I'll, I'll be a little bit super amped up when I get started. And then, you know, I got to find a way to reel it on back a little bit. So uh, I think he just has that, that tendency where he en- ends up getting a little fired up and sometimes – you know, the ball goes a little high. Sometimes, you know, he, he makes the, the wrong read or, or something like that. Just just having a little bit too much of that adrenaline flowing early in the game and he needs to settle down. I think that's going to be uh, Greg Olson's, one of his biggest jobs that he's going to have to do moving forward with Derek Carr is just kind of keeping him even keel. But we'll see. And uh, P.E., always appreciate the call, man. Uh, checking in from North Carolina, Raider Nation we know is worldwide. So uh, shout out to my man, P.E. Now uh, got to go back to the phone line again. And you know you can always hit me up at 707-654-4693. 707-654-4693. Couldn't really understand the name on this one, uh, but it's a good call. And I know I've had interactions with my man on Twitter, as you'll hear in a second. But uh, here's the call right here. Check it out. Thank you. Top Raider. Man, I'm looking forward to that Rams game. Like I told you on Twitter, I think the Rams are going to be the 2017 Raiders. They got all the hype, just like we do. They're coming off of losing season, going to a winning season. They don't have much out there, even though they have a good running back. They have a good defensive line. That offensive line is really suspect. They don't really have anyone that can protect Goff. Goff's not a good quarterback when he's under pressure. Well, technically, no quarterback's good under pressure, but he's definitely suspect. I really think the Raiders are going to take the air out of the Rams in this game because everyone thinks the Rams are just going to stick it to us and we're just going to be a punching bag. I don't see the Raiders doing that. That's never been John Gruden's way of uh, planning for a football game. So I would look, I would look for a shootout. But I think the Raiders are going to take that air out of the Rams. It really has the potential to be the Redskins game for the Rams, what it was for us last year. I really see this happening. Love your show, Q. I always follow you. You got good insight. Keep it going, man. Love your work. Appreciate the call right there, and uh, you make some good points. You know, the Rams, as much as I've picked them to be a, a Super Bowl team, and I think that they're going to be that team to take that next step, they could be the team that's going in super hype. They are. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of the, the national media, a lot of, uh, you know, just sports fans in general have picked the Rams to be that team, especially when they have all of those weapons that they have. I mean, they have stars pretty much everywhere all over the field, and that doesn't always necessarily mean that your team is going to be great. doesn't mean it's always going to be able to come together. I just... I just had that feeling that with you know the the way that they played last season, it really came a came out of out of nowhere and shot on the scene. 
I just feel like they've gotten better. You know what I mean? And so if they get better, they've, they've gone all in on this year and they've really proven that they've gone in all, on this year. They've paid everybody. And hell, they tried to trade for Khalil Mack. I mean, think about that. They actually tried to make a trade for Khalil Mack. So that really would have kind of put them over the top. But yeah, uh, you know, there's always that possibility, man. They always could be that team that just isn't as good as everyone expected them to be. And, and that's just the reality of it. You know, I, I talked to uh, Orlando Scandrick one year, uh, two years ago in the in the Cowboys uh, locker room after one of the practices, and uh, I asked him about building on what they did in the, the year before. Matter of fact, it was in 2017. It was the beginning of 2017. I asked him because uh, 2016 they had a really good season, and so I said, "Hey, you know, can you build off what you did last year?" And he said, "No." And I thought he was just kind of, you know, being an a hole. And he said, "No, you, you just can't. You know, it, it, the season's over." And now it's zero and zero. You got to go back and reestablish it all over again. So us as fans, a lot of times think that, oh, man, this team, you know, it was really close this year. They could just take the next step next year. Doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen. And, and, and Orlando Skandrick, when he told me that, that's always stuck in my mind because he was absolutely right. Uh, the Cowboys didn't have the, the kind of season that he expected the next year. And, you know, relaying this to the Raiders, I thought, hey, in 2016, they went 12-4. 2017, boy, they're going to make that Super Bowl run. Well, we all saw how that, that uh, shook out. Just didn't. Didn't work out. Uh, things nobody was on the same page, and Jack Del Rio obviously lost that team really early. So yeah, that could be the case. Uh, I, I just I kind of I don't want to say that that that's what's going to happen to the Rams only because I think Sean McVay is a really good head coach, young head coach, but really good head coach. And I think uh, having Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator helps a lot because he's a you know chiseled old veteran that knows what he's doing and basically hey leave me alone, let me do my defense and everything will be fine. So we'll see. I, I'm still not too hyped and too sure. Of, uh, not, it's not that I'm not hyped, because I am hyped. I'm just not too positive about this game coming up tonight against the Rams, because I, I just think that this is so tough of a test. Really, straight out the gates, man. This is a really, really tough test for the Raiders. And, I mean, it could really go one of two ways. It could be really good game, and, and they kind of show out and, and show that, hey, you know, Gruden knows exactly what he's got going on and everything he's been doing uh, for the last nine years when he wasn't coaching, you know, just kind of building up his playbook and, and, you know, just stealing something from here and stealing something from there and, and you know, kind of picking brains of different head coaches and GMs and, and stuff like that around the league has really paid off. Or it could be, oh boy, this might be a long season. I mean, it's just really, it's really, really simple. Tonight will be the first night where you could actually say, this is going to be something great. This has a potential to be something great. Or you could say, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what this is going to be. And hopefully it's going to be option A where we're talking about it the next day, talking about it the day after that about, man, did you see this? Wow, they look great. That's what I'm hoping the reaction is going to be. Not too sure what it's going to be tonight. Do think the game is going to be a very close game. Just not sure. Uh, you know, it, I think it's going to take a last minute Derek Carr drive to give the Raiders a victory. That, that'll probably be the key to victory is Derek Carr coming up really, really clutch at the end of the game, similar to what he did in 2016. But, uh, you know, very interested to find out. It, it, should be, it should be a lot of fun at the very least. And, again, it's Raider football, and it is, a, it is back. So definitely appreciate those calls, 707-654-4693, 707-654-4693. That is the Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line. Thank you very much for those calls. Coming up in segment number three, we're going to get into the game. We're going to dive right into it, talk about a few of the keys of the game, and uh, get ready for the for the game itself. And then we'll be talking about uh, not speculation and not what we think are going to happen, but we'll be talking about what actually happened on the next episode. So uh, segment number three is coming up next. Keep it here. It's the Locked On Raiders Podcast. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to the Locked On Raider Podcast. I am your boy Q, at your boy Q254, host of the podcast. Uh, having a f- lot of fun doing this, having a lot of fun interaction, interacting with Raider Nation, and I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts. That uh, Locked On Raiders Podcast voicemail line is 707-654-4693. So this is the deal. It is game day. It is going down tonight. Oakland Coliseum, the Rams versus the Raiders. Boy, oh boy, first game of the season. What else could you ask for, right? What kind of atmosphere is that going to be? It's going to be electric. It's going to be absolutely electric. Cannot wait to see it. Really hyped up. Uh, you know, been watching football, plenty of football all weekend long, and just kind of preparing myself for what's going to go down tonight. Already uh, have the house already primed up for, for party conditions, and not necessarily a party, but uh, definitely going to be in my own zone. And so uh, kind of everybody already knows what's going down with me. Hey, you, you know what I'll be doing. I'll be watching the game, so do not bother me. So let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into what some keys or what I think will be some keys of the game tonight. And really, I think it's going to start defensively for the Raiders. They're going to have to try to eliminate those big plays. They're going to have to try to keep, keep the ball in front of them. Really, I mean, defense, the defense has been something that I've been talking about a lot throughout the preseason and said that I feel like they have an opportunity to even lead this team. Uh, you know, to victories and, and be the strongest unit of the team this year. Well, they're going to have to show that right out the gates and they're going to have to do it tonight. And, and what I mean by that is, is, is the big plays, man. Jared Goff can't not go off. Jared Goff can't throw for three or four touchdowns. I mean, he just can't. He can't get those uh, deep balls. You know, they just, just can't. Brandon Cooks, he's always had a lot of success against the Raiders, no matter what team he's played on, whether the Saints, the Patriots, now the Rams. He's always had a ton of success against the uh, Raider defensive backs. He cannot have a big game. Jared Goff cannot just hit him multiple times and have a big game. Uh, with that being said, that is not the only concern. That's not the only big play because there's a guy in the backfield for the Rams that wears number 30 named Todd Gurley that they're probably going to try to establish him early. They're going to establish the run or going to try to establish the run the Raiders are going to have to be stout at the line of scrimmage. They really are. They're going to have to stack up that line of scrimmage, not let Todd Gurley get get loose. Because once he gets loose, then the whole passing game opens up. The whole playbook opens up for Sean McVay. And look, he's going to have the whole playbook wide open anyway, like some old school TV antennas. He's going to do that anyway, just because he's very creative and, and likes to line up guys. And, you know, he, he does a little bit of a... What audibleing at the last second, getting the getting the Rams to the line of scrimmage really quickly, kind of seeing how the Raiders are going to be lined up, and then making in his final call of what he wants to do, kind of switching things up at the last second. Uh, a lot of folks don't like that, but hey, that's what he does. That's what the Rams do. So be it. That uh, stop at Todd Gurley is going to be very very important for the the Raiders defense. If you can keep him under a hundred yards, you've done well. I mean, you really have. As far as I'm concerned, that's really the standard. You get 100 yards rushing, you probably had a, a really good game. That's that's the equivalent of a touchdown. You know what I mean? So if, if you can get 100 yards rushing, that's going to open up the passing game for the Rams. So they're going to have to really try to bottle up Todd Gurley. And we've been talking about this new-look defense, this Paul Gunther defense, and these defense, these young guys on, along the defensive line, they are going to be so critical to the success of this team tonight. So that that's going to be one of the, the major keys right there is uh, stop the run early with Todd Gurley, uh, you know, from Todd Gurley, and then don't allow uh, Brandon Cooks to get, get, you, get you deep. You don't want him to beat you deep because if he does, it's going to be a, a long night. It'll be a very, very long night, and uh, I'll be extremely tired tomorrow and extremely angry, and uh, I know Raider Nation will be extremely angry and tired as well, so we don't want that to be the case. Also, flipping over to the offensive side of the ball, what you don't want is you don't want Derek Carr to get too pass happy. I don't want to see Derek Carr throwing the ball 45 times. I just don't. I don't want to see – I really don't want to see him throw the ball more than 30 times. I would love to see 
the run game established for Oakland. I would love to see Marshawn Lynch get, you know, 20 carries. Uh, I don't, I still don't really believe in Doug Martin, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what that guy has left in the tank. I, I don't believe in a lot of that, but uh, I'd like to see a heavy dose of Marshawn Lynch offensively. I'd like to see Jalen Rashard catching some passes out of the backfield. And I would like to see Derek Carr around 30 passes. I don't need him to throw the ball 50 times. I don't. If he's throwing the ball 50 times, that means the run game is doing nothing. So that that has to be a, a, a major key. It has to be a major key. Establish the run. Limit Derek Carr's numbers of attempts. I, I don't mind him throwing the rock because I think he can sling it around the yard, but I just don't want to see him up there in the 45 to 50 throws per game. I just don't want to see that. So hopefully we will see a lot of the, the run game. The offensive line could be dominant. Colton Miller's got a lot on his shoulders. Uh, replacing Donald Penn at the left side and Donald Penn moving over to the right side is still a concern. You know, is he ready for that? He didn't have very many reps in, in the preseason at that position. And is he healthy? There's a question is if he's even healthy. So going to have to really pay attention to the offensive line and see how they're doing. You know, the interior guys, the Rodney Hudson's, the Assemblies and Gabe Jackson's, they're going to be fine. But those two bookends, Colton Miller and Donald Penn, are going to be something that you really need to pay attention to. And if those guys are clicking and, and the offensive line is clicking, then the run game is going to be clicking. And then that's just the bottom line. But it's going to be tough to run when you got Ndamukong Sue right there. You got Aaron Donald right there. You're going to have to see uh, Marshawn Lynch popping things out to the outside. I just don't see a lot of success up the gut. I don't see a lot of success between the tackles. So uh, that that's going to be one of the most important areas that you have to look into, the offensive line and, and just how they're going to approach this game. So we'll see. Uh, really, I think it's it's very simple. I think it really boils down to that. You know, Offensive line, run game, and you know, limit Derek Carr's pass attempts. And that's that's how you keep this game close. And maybe maybe you have a final drive of the game where Derek Carr can come up big. Keep it close. Again, stop Todd Gurley from running. Don't let him get 100 yards of rushing. And don't let Brandon Cooks beat you deep. And then flip it on the other side. The O-line, be successful. Let Marshawn, Jalen Rashard do some things out of the backfield. And, and then Derek Carr maybe come up a hero at the end. I do think it's going to be a close game. Ultimately, I do believe that the Raiders take an L, but I think it's going to be a really, really close game. Maybe uh, 21-17, you know, 20-something like that. Something very, very manageable where you wake up the next day and say, that wasn't that bad. Uh, I, I never want to root for an L. I never do root for an L. There's never anything positive like a good L, but uh, y- there is such thing as a terrible L. So I, I don't want to see a terrible L and just just hope that uh, this, you know, this team surprises me. Hopefully we're talking differently about this tomorrow. So we will see. Enjoy the game tonight. It should be interesting. It should be fun. The return of Chucky. Oakland Coliseum. It's going to go down in a major way. Rams, Raiders. It's going to be a late game for me, a late night for me, but I'm all for it. So uh, we'll talk about the results of the game. I want to hear from you. want to hear your thoughts on the game as well. 707-654-4693. And, of course, on Twitter, at your boy Q254. We'll talk about it tomorrow. That's just how we get down on the next Locked On Raiders podcast. And uh, that's just how it is. So until then, as I always say, just win, baby.